Hello, and welcome to Inspired by Faith, a program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. My name is Emily Jaminette, and I am here in the studio with Michelle Fanley, and we are going to be deep diving into such an important topic, the topic of prayer. And, you know, this is one in which our most recent book, Pray Fully, Simple Steps for Becoming a Woman of Prayer, was really our journey, our discernment, our trying to, you know, understand prayer, and especially in the busyness of the culture that we live in. And, you know, this important topic is one that, as Michelle and I've said, it's talked about maybe more than it's actually practiced. Yeah, absolutely. I know uh, I'm so excited to talk about this topic because it's something that everybody struggles with in every woman. And we, um, I had a priest tell me, he said, prayer is the most talked about topic, but the least practiced. So it's easy to talk about our prayer lives or, you know, read books on prayer, but to actually take it to heart and start a daily deep relationship with Jesus Christ is what is really it's called to do. And it's like diet and exercise, right? It's not something that's just going to come naturally. It's something that's going to take some hard work. It's going to mean carving out time on your calendar. It's going to mean setting some specific time aside and having a plan to to, to pray. So sometimes you'll just sit there, right? And, and you can't just think, okay, I'm going to pray now and then think it's going to happen like magic. So it's, it's a gift to be able to pray and to be able to really develop this relationship. But it's something God is calling each and every one of us to in in our lives. And God desires this so deeply for us to have this intimate prayer life with him. But I know as Catholics, you know, Emily and I, we travel around and speak and women tell us all the time how much they struggle with prayer. And in fact, there was a, a study that was done, a, a CARA study that said when they surveyed Catholic women, only 51% of women said they prayed every day. And when they prayed, the, the biggest reason people prayed was because they needed something. They were in crisis. Well, and I think that's very relatable, isn't it? Because a lot of times you don't, if you don't know what to pray, you know, your your laundry list of prayer intentions just come to the top of your head and, you know, you forget that there's that, you know, ability to worship and, you know, go deeper and read scripture. And sometimes our focus can be on that. But one of the things that all the saints have in common is prayer, right? Prayer is the one thing. It's the most important thing about our Christian Catholic faith. So as you mentioned, a lot of women struggle. We didn't write, you know, our most recent book, for example, Prayfully, because we're great at it. We wrote it because we're struggling and we're we're right there with us. And, you know, one of the significant quotes that I know Michelle found it for our book, but it's definitely impacted me. It's so relatable. And I kind of want to unpack it a little bit is Father Michael Dank wrote, um, the thing is, many Catholics have never taken the next step in their prayer journey. Many of us go our entire lives praying like we were taught in second grade. What you learned is not wrong, but have you grown? Has your prayer life deepened and involved each and every day, week and month since second grade? If not, you might be spiritually out of shape, spiritually dead. Oh, what a quote. Yeah, I I do love that message because I think, right, we learn how to pray when we're in grade school. We know our fathers and Hail Marys and and sometimes we go to mass and we just go through the motions. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of you know, our faith can sometimes be just going through the motions. I know there's been times that I've gone to mass, you know, I say I check in with my holy water, you know, you check back out and you grab your bulletin as your proof of uh, attendance. And I think, 
I don't even think I talked to God, right? I, I went to mass and I, I did, went, I stood up, I sat down, I knelt, you know, I made the sign of the cross, but I didn't even have a real conversation with God while I was there in his house. And I think that we can all be guilty of, of that. And that is such a special time. Our, our mass is the source and summit of our, our faith. And this is a great opportunity to just pause and to thank God for all the gifts he's given us. Thank him for the Eucharist and really to unite with him when we receive the Eucharist. You're right. And one of the things that I think as women, we really struggle with is we we carry our friends in our heart, right? We carry their intentions, our children, our our spouse, our loved ones. But, you know, we, we, we don't know what to do with it, right? Like we want to pray, you know, I'll pray for you. It's typically, you know, what we'll say. But, you know, are we willing to pray with them? Are we willing to kind of step out? And I, I think Father Dank reminded me that like, you know, in second grade, I wasn't maybe open to praying with people. But, you know, in my mid-40s, this is a good time to not just, you know, to continue to learn what the saints had to say in prayer, but also put it in action. You know, get the gears going, set that prayer time, pray with other people, and not just let um, these beautiful and heavy prayer intentions just kind of float around in my head. Do you get what I'm saying, Michelle? Yeah, you have to have a, a prayer, really a prayer plan, you know, and thinking about, you know, are you going to pray with the scriptures? Are you going to have a prayer journal? Are you going to have a devotional? Like there are so many wonderful things, apps now that you can use to help jumpstart your prayer life. And I know I found those really helpful in, in my journey to be able to, you know, pick up a devotional in the morning to read the gospel and to meditate on that. And that, that starts, changes the whole way I look at the day, right? Instead of getting up and checking my email, right? And and you start getting the wheels turning and all of a sudden you're off and running with the day and, and you haven't said hello to God. So using these tools that we have um, for our faith to really jumpstart your prayer life. And that's why we're super excited to have a really wonderful guest with us today. Emily Wilson Hassam, who was a speaker at our 2015 conference. And you can see she has her cute, adorable baby with her. Um, you'll be, you might hear her in the background, but. Emily is an international speaker, author, and YouTuber who runs a global ministry for women, and she has more than 120,000 subscribers on her YouTube channel and reaches a worldwide audience of women with a message of faith and identity in Jesus Christ. She's an author of best-selling and award-winning Go Bravely, Awaken My Heart, and I Choose the Sky. So Emily is joining us today, and uh, welcome, Emily. Thanks so much for having me. I so appreciate um, you guys having me on the show. It is great to reconnect. You know, you were here in 2015 in Columbus. You were a single woman, a speaker, a Catholic worship leader, but your life has uh, changed quite a bit. So tell us, you know, what you've been up to. Definitely. I got married to my husband, Daniel. He is from the Netherlands. We got married in 2015. Um, I had my son, Zion, in November of 2018. And one month ago, I had my second son, Jedediah, um, September 14th, the Feast of the Exaltation of the Holy Cross um, this year. So lots has changed in a lot of beautiful ways. But I have such happy memories of being at the conference. Uh, there in Columbus, meeting so many wonderful, wonderful women. 
I know I sat next to you at mass and all of a sudden I hear this angel singing next to me and I was like, oh, that's right. I'm sitting next to Emily. It was such a special, I'll never forget that. It was such a special gift to be able to sit next to you and hear you sing at mass. And you've done such an, yeah, you're just such, done such a wonderful job. I love, you know, watch, listening to your music and reading your, your work. You know, you've done such a wonderful job to just share your gifts and your talents with the world. So we're, we're so appreciative of that and so glad that you are joining us today. So your new book, though, we want to talk about this because, oh, I just love it so, so much. You have written a beautiful book called Awaken My Heart, and it's a weekly devotional for Catholic women. And Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's hard to find a great Catholic devotional for women. I, I, I have to say that I've looked. And so this is was a wonderful gift to me. And I have truly enjoyed diving in. Uh, I know it's supposed to be done every week, but I've been kind of reading ahead. So tell us a little bit about this book and how you hope it helps women in their prayer journey. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for your encouragement and support. I'm so glad you've been enjoying it. It, um, you know, as a mom of two now, I thought about uh, that very same thing. There's not a lot of great Catholic devotionals for women. And I thought about doing a daily one, but I'm the kind of woman who has a lot on my plate. I don't know if any woman out there can relate. I'm sure they can. And with daily devotionals, I find that, you know, if I miss a day, then I just feel behind, right? And then you miss a couple more days and you end up just giving up on the whole thing. I wanted something that women really felt, I can do this. And I feel like I can do, you know, a devotional that's once a week. So what I did was write, um, you know, a reflection for, you know, you pick whatever day it is that you want to do your reflection. Maybe that's Sunday, maybe that's Monday. And you take um, that and you reflect on it throughout the week. You, you take the, um, you know, the focus, I guess you could say, and you apply it to your life, whatever your life looks like, each and every single day, and allow that to draw you closer to the Lord. So that's ultimately the concept, and I hope that it is possible for women to do that with their busy lives. Wow, that's, that is amazing. And I have to say, you know, Michelle kept saying, Emily, you're going to love this book. So I'm excited uh, to definitely see it in print and to read it and to I, I've, I've had a chance to look through it. So it meets me where I'm at, because if you're, you know, have two little babies on your lap or you're balancing a busy career or, you know, one of the things that I love about your posting on Instagram, Emily, is that you meet people where they're at. You know, you give them a uh, an eternal perspective, such as the young girl who's unmarried. You know, you talk about these important topics like dating and finding, you know, your, uh, finding the right person for you, a, a Christian who's going to be able to honor you and cherish you. And, and those little words of wisdom, if they come from the book that you write or your videos or even your Instagram posts, they definitely give us so much inspiration. And it's, it definitely makes a huge difference. Maybe you could talk just briefly about, you know, that involvement, about having so many followers. What is that like as a Christian Catholic woman? Well, it's a great joy uh, and a huge responsibility that the Lord's given me to lead women and something I take very seriously. Um, And it's a little overwhelming at times, the fact that the Lord has called me to lead women in this way. Um, And I try to think, you know, about the lives of the saints that we have, the wonderful saints who were called to be leaders, um, and just try to emulate what they did is 
surrendering, um, you know, what the Lord has given them over and over again, um, and just using it for His glory. So that's what I try to do, whether I'm giving dating advice to a single girl, or I love talking about the beauty of motherhood. I recently on Instagram was talking about the sweet parts of motherhood, because I think a lot of times women online share about the hard things, and motherhood is hard. But I have a lot of young women who say, like, is there anything good about motherhood? So I try to share the beauty of that, and it all just goes back to the Lord. My ministry is this constant asking uh, of the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to share? What do you want to say to the women who are, you know, following or listening or reading what I'm writing? Like, what is it that you want to share with them? And just praying that He would use me as an instrument to do that. So that's what it's all about, and it's a great, um, like I said, respons- responsibility and honor to lead women in this way. Sorry, that's my toddler. I'm sure some moms out there can relate. We love it. Well, you are listening to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Michelle Fanley in the studio with Emily Jaminette, and we have our guest today is Emily Wilson-Hussam, who was a speaker at our 2015 Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. So, Emily, when we are... Um, Talking about your book, you talked about the relentless pace of the life of a woman and how life keeps charging on and we struggle to keep up. But the biggest thing we can struggle with is honestly carving out time to spend with an intimate prayer life with God because we're just doing, 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 right? So how do you tell women to, they need to pause and pray? Um, I think it's just figuring out a time that works, right? I think it takes great discipline, which is really, really challenging. Um, but to really um, pick a time that works and ask the people in your life, whether that's your husband or whoever, to, to support you in helping you make that time happen and that time possible. Um, it's really important to have the support of people, whether you are a mom or a single woman, to to have that time with the Lord. And that's something that I, you know, ask my husband to do is help support me in making that time to pray to have myself do that discipline, but him encourage and support me in that as well. And I know Emily and I learned too, you know, early in our married life, you can't, you know, plan on your prayer time with your husband or your prayer time with your children to to count as your individual prayer time. You have to have that prayer time of just you and the Lord. That's so important. Yep, absolutely. Well, I also just wanted to say again, Emily, you know, what a gift that you've been able to use your not only your platform, like we spoke about briefly, you know, in being involved in social media and YouTube, but really even your God-given talent of singing, you know, how has that, you know, deepened your prayer life? And, you know, what encouragement do you have for others? You know, if, even if you don't have albums, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, how singing can renew your faith life. Absolutely. Um, I can't remember who it was that said it. Maybe it was St. Augustine when you pray twice. And it's, so important to just have whatever way that you connect best with the Lord. For me, it is worship and it is singing. Um, but to have whatever way that you connect best with the Lord, to take the time to do that. I think music is a great um, tool for prayer, whether you're listening to it, whether you're singing. A lot of people say, like, I don't like singing because I have a bad voice. And I say, the Lord really wants to hear your voice. He gave you that voice. And so connecting to the Lord in that way is very, very important, and it's been a huge instrument to draw me closer to the Lord, and a gift that I give back to Him over and over again, recognizing that it's not, you know, I'm not, uh, my gifts are not my own, and I continue to give that back to the Lord. 
Awesome. Well, you have a beautiful voice, and we've been honored to to hear you you sing at our at our conference. So, the last question we have for you, Emily, is I wanted to talk a little bit about that prayer you wrote in the book. It's called the Healing of Body Image because this was something I said I want for myself. I want it for my daughter. I want it for every woman to to be able to pray. This is a beautiful litany that you um, asked Jesus to give you the grace to treat your body with love and care, to realize the care God took in crafting you and you ask Jesus to deliver us from the temptation to place identity and appearances and we ask then you ask Jesus to forgive us for the times we haven't treated our body like the sacred temple and then you praise God for our bodies so can you share a little bit about the inspiration for this prayer and a little bit more about it because it's really powerful yeah I mean like I said when I'm writing or whatever else I say like Lord what do you want to say and I remember that day very distinctly I, I don't have that much time to write as a mom, and my husband had sent me out on a Sunday afternoon, um, and he said, you know, just go take your time and write. And so I asked Lord, I said, Lord, what do you want to, you know, to say? Because I wanted a chapter on body image, but I didn't know how that was going to look, because um, the book is for women of all ages. And, you know, a 14-year-old girl and a woman who's 65, they're going to be in different places with their body image. And, you know, so I asked Lord, what do you want me to say? And he's clear as the day in my heart. I really felt him say, we're going to write the litany for healing of body image together. And I said, okay, go for it, Lord. And it all just spilled out of me, all of these places. And, you know, I thought about the different conversations that I've had with young women and um, women after they've had children and all the different ways that we struggle with our body image as women. And um, so, Lord, I mean, I that's always very telling when something just kind of out of me, um, whether that's a song and it just comes out in 10 minutes or whatever, and you don't have to labor over it. That's what happened with this prayer. It's all just, the Lord said there's going to be four movements to the litany, and I'm just going to give you all the lines. So that's um, the fifth chapter in the book, the fifth week, and I really hope that it can um, give a lot of peace and healing to women of all ages regarding their body image and um, help them come to accept their body that God created so beautifully in a new way. That's what that chapter is all about. Well, thank you so much, Emily Wilson, Hassam, for joining us, talking about your new book. And, you know, just tell our listeners as we got to um, finish this delightful conversation, how they can connect with you best or what is your website? What's our best way to connect with you? Absolutely. My website is emilywilsonministries.com. Um, and then uh, on Instagram, they can find me. If you look up Emily Wilson, there I'll be. Um, I share a lot of my writings there. So those are the two best places to connect with me. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and being on Inspired by Faith, a program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. Thanks so much for having me. God bless you guys. You God too. bless. Well, our last segment of the show here, we're going to give you a little saintly inspiration. So what Emily and I have really been motivated and inspired with in our life is the writings of the saints and the example of the saints, especially modern Catholic women. And so tonight, today, we're going to talk about one of our favorites, and that's St. Gianna Beretta Mola, because St. Gianna, she was born in 1922. So just a little over 100 years ago, she lived in Italy. She was a wife. She's a mother. She's a physician. And 
she is a rockin' saint, right? And what most people do know about St. Gianna is she gave up her life for her youngest child, her fourth child. Uh, when she was pregnant, she had a, a non-cancerous fibroid and she had to have surgery, which was very dangerous. Um, she did survive that surgery, but later after the child's birth, um, she did pass away She and she gave her life for her child. So she is the patron saint of mothers physicians, and unborn children. So tell us what you like about St. Gianna, Emily, because I know know you love her too. I do love her. She was a huge instrument in even just um, going into ministry work. You know, I remember the first time I read that there was a working mom who was a saint. You know, what inspiration for all of us to see that God's plan, you know, doesn't always have to be cookie cutter. You know, he always has, as we've talked about the letters to women, he thanks each type of woman, if it's mothers, sisters, daughters of Christ, you know, like it's consecrated. You know, she she reminds me of there is no particular mold. Being a saint is for everyone. So huge inspiration. And, you know, she has these six components of the spiritual life. And Michelle and I have talked a lot about how stable her message really is in her work in Catholic action and over the years of her life that, you know, a lot of the things that we've talked about today, the importance of prayer, she did it. She carved it out. She carved out time for morning prayer. She carved out time for evening prayer and the importance of even this idea of meditation. And it's not the meditation that's predominant in the American culture right now, the emptying out, it's filling yourself up with the Lord. Yeah. And that's really, she also talks about the importance of mass and Holy Communion and going before the Blessed Sacrament in Eucharistic Adoration. And I know we're in a challenging time right now. And I know, I don't know about you, but Emily, when I was in this, the beginning of this pandemic, I was, you know, had a lot of time on my hands. So I could, I went to mass every day online. I had time for my morning prayer. I had time for evening prayer. We could say the family rosary. We could say the chaplet. And now that life is back in the hustle bustle, all of a sudden, you know, you find yourself like midway through the day and you're kind of all off kilter and you haven't, haven't said a word to the Lord. So this has been a great formula for me to remember, like, first thing I do when I wake up is do that morning prayer. And I, you know, get an email every day from a priest, Father Burke Masters. He's the baseball priest. And I love, it's a daily gospel. So I read the gospel and read his meditation. And I know that is a great way for me to start off my day is really soaking in, soaking in the scriptures. You know what? You bring up such a good point. And I remember when you inspired me to get, you know, literally, you were like, Emily, I think this will help you. And that's what I love about Inspired by Faith. I love this program because usually somebody else gives you a little nugget. And when we say yes to those nuggets of inspiration to grow closer to Christ, they have an impact because I, you know, reading those morning meditations or pulling out my Magnificat in the morning, pulling out, you know, reading my, my prayer apps or even listening to the rosary. If I can't actually pray it, you know, I, I'll listen to it as I'm driving down the road to stay focused. All of these little tools help us grow closer to the Lord. And, you know, St. Gianna is a saint, you know, that is so inspiring because what she did at the time of, of, you know, being able to put her child before her, you know, her own physical health is something in which, you know, we can learn how to put other people ahead of ourselves. And she's now a canonized saint. Yes. And it was such, I loved reading her writings to her husband. There's a book published that has called Letters to My Husband. And her life is just like ours. She watched TV. She went to the grocery store. She had to put gas in her car. And she writes about 
all these things about her normal life. Yet she was, as we talked in the last program, she used that to be extraordinary in her faith life. And she went out and she wasn't afraid to share her faith with other people. And that's that's what this is all about, inspired by faith. And then learning that faith, you know, diving in, praying, growing in your faith, and then sharing it with others. Well, you know, I know we we could talk about her for a long time, but my my final comment that really impacted me was that there were times she didn't go on family vacation because she had to work. And, you know, and sometimes in life we can make those opportunities make us full of resentment, but instead it brought her closer to Christ because she knew she was called to serve others. So I think, you know, where are the areas that maybe could make us bitter, but instead with faith and really perspective, we can be transformed from within. And that's really a fruit of, you know, truly our Christian faith. So I know we don't have a whole lot of time left, but we do have a beautiful prayer. Michelle, tell us what prayer we're going to close um, with our listeners today. So this is a little meditation that um, Emily and I wrote in the back of Pray Fully. So we try to help give women some little nuggets, little meditations. So just take a pause wherever you are, take a deep breath in and out, and we're going to read this prayer for you and, and allow the Lord to move within your heart. In the name of the Father and Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, I often feel as though I am not enough. I'm not good enough, not holy enough, not special enough. Help me to know that I am everything to you. Let me sit before the refiner's fire. Mold me into the woman you want me to be. Hear Jesus speaking. You are beautiful, my child. Come rest in me. I am your hiding place, your fortress, your stronghold. I wait for you each day to come to me. Talk to me. Tell me the desires of your heart. In me, you will find your strength. In me, you will know you are not lacking. See reflection in my eyes and know the treasure I have made in you. I love you. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, we thank you so much for joining us for Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. May God bless you and inspire you always. God bless.